in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Peltner. In today's program we talk about the German film and we have a report about the couple that is dedicated to rescue dogs. So stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Berlin. Germany's governing coalition has agreed on the details of the country's biggest economic stimulus package since World War II. The package is worth a total of 50 billion euros. 18 billion euros, for example, will be invested in the construction and repair of roads and the rail network and of schools and universities. Some of the money will also be used for faster internet communication networks. Critics say it won't be enough to combat recession. Berlin. The US and Europe should stand shoulder to shoulder. That's what German Foreign Minister Frank-Walter Steinmeier offers the US President-elect Barack Obama. In a letter to Obama, Steinmeier announced a new dimension of cooperation in transatlantic relations. He foresees the US and Europe standing shoulder to shoulder and says Germany will step up its contribution to help create a stable Iraq. Berlin. Germany is split over its feelings concerning Israel, according to a new survey. Of those questioned, 60% thought the country no longer had a special duty towards the Jewish state. 35% said this duty did still exist, more than 60 years after the end of World War II. The chief executive of the survey said it was a dangerous development if the younger generations felt no longer needed to deal with the events that occurred during the Nazi regime. Düsseldorf. Florian Schneider has left the German electronic music band Kraftwerk. Together with Ralf Hüttner, he had founded the band in 1970. Kraftwerk built the foundation for electropop and scored a chart-topping global hit with Autobahn in 1974. The Düsseldorf-based band is known for its pioneering influence in electronic music. Berlin. The Tempelhof Airport is costing Berlin more now than its close than it did during its loss-making operational days. According to the state-owned real estate company managing the former airport, Tempelhof is said to be a long-term drain on the city's finances. In the worst-case scenario, the property could accrue annual losses of 14.2 million euros. At the moment, there is running an ideas competition for Tempelhof, with a decision expected at the end of January for the site's future use. This week, the German-language film festival Berlin and Beyond is on again in San Francisco. For the 14th time, dozens of movies from Germany, Switzerland and Austria are shown and pull in huge crowds. I took the chance to talk to the organizer of the festival, Ingrid Eggers of the Goethe Institute, about German films and if she had expected such a response when she started the festival 14 years ago. Well, 
I'm sure I was hoping that it would last, and I'm really glad and thrilled that it developed into an important event here in San Francisco. I mean, when you start a festival, you know, you take small steps and you go from one thing to the next. And uh, I remember we started very small, but we started at the Castro, and that was a very good thing because we had this wonderful theater, you know, with lots of potential to develop it into something big. And now I think we have come to that stage. It's not huge yet, but it is much, much bigger than what it was before. And we do sell out from time to time the 1,500 or so seats, and uh, that's pretty good. What changed for you over the years? I think German films has become more popular here in the United States uh, in uh, terms of what is sold to American distributors. There are more films that are picked up by U.S. distributors. Uh, there is a lot of film produced in Germany. There is quite a lot of money in Germany. All the different states have their own foundations, their support systems. And there is a lot of young talent that uh, uh, gets money from these kind of sources. So altogether, I think more films are available, uh, better films are produced. The more you produce, of course, you know, uh, the more uh, chances you have that something good will come out of it. And I think in over these 14 years, you know, there has been definitely a trend upwards. A couple of years ago, we talked about Berlin and Beyond, and you said the audience over here has to be educated to read subtitles, since all German movies are not dubbed. Have you reached that goal? Well, you know, San Francisco is so special that we are not really affected but by, but, uh, by what the rest of America thinks or does or does not. And we know that the rest of America, except for the big cities, you know, on the East Coast and West Coast, read subtitles. That's something that's not done. I mean, these films um, are niche films that go, uh, if at all, you know, from San Francisco to New York and maybe Los Angeles, but not always, and maybe to universities, you know, these kind of uh, Uh, venues, but altogether, I think America has not become more enthusiastic about reading subtitles. I wouldn't say so, but San Francisco is different. The festival proves that subtitled German language films can reach an audience over here. Why hasn't Berlin and Beyond spread out to other locations in the U.S. and Canada? Well, there are German film festivals. They are not called Berlin and Beyond. But I do collaborate very closely with my colleague in D.C., Washington, D.C. She puts on uh, a German film festival right after ours, so we are in constant communication. There are uh, German series in all kinds of Goethe Institutes. In Boston, in L.A., there is a German film festival. They started again, you know, trying after... Uh, several failures. So there are attempts and there are film festivals, but this one has a name and uh, the name has not been exported. So, but the films, yes. I mean, it's, the, the festivals are not as big as ours and not as popular, but definitely there are all kinds of Goethe Institutes in this country that uh, are doing German film series and also German festivals. 
This year you have guests like Wim Wenders and Hannelore Elsner, big names in the German movie industry. Are you surprised that all those German stars are coming over here? Well, all these people <laughs> would kind of limit that a little bit. We tried Wim Wenders last year already because um, this very interesting documentary film had been produced and was out last year. So I decided to not show it and wait until Wim Wenders is here. Uh, so this is our second attempt and we are lucky because he just you know, came out with Palermo shooting. And the film has not been sold to an American distributor. Uh, Wenders films are not you know, a hot item, have never been really, but they are definitely interesting niche films. Uh, when he was here and worked in uh, LA, uh, it was a different story, but now he's working out of Europe, out of Germany, and, uh, um, you know, the films don't go like hotcakes, but they never have. So, you know, he's a big name, and we are very lucky that he agreed to come, and I think behind it is the idea to sell his film to American audiences, and uh, I'm glad that San Francisco is the first stop for this film. It's the U.S. premiere here with this. Uh, in terms of getting important people here, I mean, we had Bruno Ganz here a couple of years ago. Uh, that was an important person. And so the thing is, the longer you are in business, you know, the more people notice you. And eventually, you know, the easier it is to get the important people. We had Werner Herzog here many years ago when we were small and uh, um, some others as well. But so in general, I think it's a question of how you are noticed in, the, in Europe and Berlin and beyond has a place, I think. It has developed into something and people know about it. But Berlin and beyond is not the traditional festival with lots of media presence. It's more an audience festival. There must be a certain charm. Well, they see, uh, I think, the connection to the audience. And, you know, here in San Francisco, there is not really a market festival. Even the international festival doesn't have a market. So it's a place where mm, you have develop, uh, all kinds of film festivals, and they are all, I would say, audience film festivals that attract an audience and usually have an enthusiastic audience. And I think uh, the uh, more known German filmmakers come because They realize, you know, this is an interesting city, San Francisco. It's not L.A., but because we are not L.A., we do have a different kind of relationship to the audience. And I think we have a chance to build a different audience. And these people, you know, who come from Germany know about that. I mean, it is not the Hollywood uh, metropole here, but it is uh, San Francisco with an interesting educated audience and this is something that is definitely attractive. What are you showing this year? Well, we are showing another one by Andreas Dresen. You know, we have a number of people that uh, have been regulars. Doris Dörri is one of them. And we are going to open with Doris Dörri, uh, Cherry Blossoms. Uh, she cannot be here, but Hannelore Elsner will be here. Uh, we have an Andreas Dresen film, a very interesting film, controversial film, Cloud Nine, uh, which is basically an affair between senior citizens. You know, the woman is 65 or so, and 
uh, her husband is 76 or 7, and uh, the man she falls in love with is the age of her husband. And uh, the unusual thing is that uh, Andreas Dresen is very, very frank and candid with the camera. He just, you know, puts the lens on the old flesh and uh, uh, treats his people like they were Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, uh, but they aren't. And that is something com will come as a very big surprise to the American audiences, I think, because, I mean, they have problems with uh, sex scenes, you know, and beautiful bodies, and here you have aged bodies and We'll see how it goes, but I think a very interesting film, and it is breaking a taboo, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. There will be lots of questions following the Cloud Nine. Uh, we have another film by Christian Petzold, you know, who is a regular here with his films. Unfortunately, not the director because he doesn't really like to fly, and definitely not long distances. Uh, very interesting film, um, uh, Jericho is the name of the film, which is a name of a small place in East Germany, nothing to do with Israel, but uh, um, very nice film, basically with three people um, that uh, a love affair uh, between three people, the postman always rings twice is a kind of a model for this. Um, we have a number of young filmmakers coming with their first productions. We are always giving a Best First Feature Prize. It's sponsored by Maurice Canbar, and this year it's a Swiss film for the first time. We picked a Swiss film, very interesting, wonderful film, The Friend, Der Freund. The filmmaker will be here. A number of German films, uh, first time uh, feature films interesting topics, you know, from uh, uh, a soldier who is returning from Afghanistan to love stories, everything in there. Uh, some very nice documentary films. I mentioned the one already about Wim Wenders. We have a film about Immendorf, the painter. Uh, interesting film because he died of Lou Gehrig's disease and the filmmaker accompanied him over the last five years or so of his life, and he was the uh, favorite student of Boyce. Uh, a film about the song La Paloma, wonderful film, a, a song that uh, I guess is the most popular fo uh, song in the world. Um, and uh, the Closing Night film is a uh, kind of Bollywood film, well, it, it has a touch of Bollywood. Um, Germans are not so known for doing uh, films with songs, but uh, this one is kind of funny, you know, they break into songs and everybody is enchanted. Many listeners of this program are not able to attend the festival, but what would you say to someone why they should check out German movies? Well, there's quite a lot of uh, German film on Netflix, I know that, you know, and not everything that um, uh, is not distributed here uh, it will not make it into the um, uh, TV rooms, but there is quite a lot of German film on Netflix. But the new ones, you know, it's always a question of, you know, how do you deal with the new German films? Once they become 
you know, settled, so to speak, and have made the rounds, then they will end up somewhere, maybe on television or on, on Netflix or on Amazon. But in general, I think people should look at these German films because they are interesting films, they are great films, and uh, slowly we have to tell the American audience, you know, that there is uh, a lot of interesting stuff in uh, Germany produced these days. Uh, after the Fassbinders and Herzogs and Wim Wenders were still around, but um, you know there is a new generation that does really interesting film, and America is still the country that looks more to towards France. You know you have a lot of French films here every week. You look into the paper, you know, and the French films uh, in terms of foreign countries or Europe, let's say, are definitely dominating the scene. And it is harder for German films to break into that. But uh, there have been, as I said, over the years, many more than, you know, 20 or so years ago. Aus dem Süden, Dogs from the South, is an animal rescue group in Heroldsberg close to Nuremberg. Here in this town, Helga and Frank Eberle have their home and give home to mistreated dogs from Spain, Greece and other southern countries. Our Radio Goethe reporter Nina Paula has visited them. 
Eight dogs greet me at the door when I enter the house of Helga and Frank Eberle here in Heroldsberg. One dog is small and white, another one is black and tall, another dog has long fuzzy hair. Some still are puppies, others are older and a bit sleepy. But one thing they have all in common, all dogs are friendly. They are happy to meet someone who treats them friendly too. And while I talk to the animal-loving and protecting couple, all the dogs are laying around us on the floor, on the sofa, and one even tries to sit on my lap. Unfortunately, this dog is as big as a grown shepherd. In 2003, Helga and Frank Eberle founded their registered association Hunde aus dem Süden, Dogs from the South. Das Schlüsselerlebnis liegt schon länger zurück. Das war ein Urlaub vor 15, 17 Jahren mit der ganzen Familie im Wohnmobil nach Griechenland. Years ago, I was on a camping vacation with my family. It was before the Balkan War, and the more we came to the south, the more dead animals we saw. And even injured and frightened dogs, mistreated donkeys, cats with injured and salient eyes, and cut mummies with countless babies who were more near death than alive. So I said I won't come here anymore. Then we went to the south of Italy, and there it was quite similar. So I said again I won't come here anymore. And then I thought, it's no use for the animals in having compassion. When I was in Corfu, I brought back two dogs, and that was the beginning of all. And it was the same with Mallorca. Ja, dann hat sich's einfach so ergeben, dass ich in Corfu war und dann mal zwei Hunde schon mitgebracht habe. Aber nachdem es niemanden gab, der dann die Hunde hier übernommen hätte, ja, dann hat man es halt selber in die Hand genommen. Und mit Mallorca war es das Gleiche. Wir haben das Ganze privat gemacht. Und es wurde einfach immer größer und hat angefangen, uns zu überrollen. Und da, wie meine Frau vorhin schon gesagt hat, hat eine Pflegestelle von uns gesagt, das können wir so nicht weitermachen. We started in private and then it started grow bigger. So someone gave us the advice to found a non-profit. I have to admit that we had a lot of help then. Even the concerned taxman assisted us in the bureaucratic jungle because we had no idea. Since then we are registered and able to accept donations. Satzung drin stehen muss und die hat uns dann das ganz genau erklärt, was wir reinschreiben müssen und das haben wir dann gemacht. Ja, und dann hat es funktioniert und seither sind wir eben als gemeinnützig anerkannt und ja, meine Frau hat es ja schon gesagt, können wir auch Spendenquittungen ausstellen. Without donations, Hunde aus dem Süden could not exist. Also wir haben unsere Pflegestellen hier im Raum, denn wir mein Mann und ich ähm, kontrollieren die Pflegestellen, bevor der erste Hund hinkommt. The foster homes where we place the dogs are here within reach, because we want to get to know the future owner of the dog personally. And we want to see the soon-to-be home of the dog we place. It's even possible to place a dog more far away, but the future owner has to come here. And he has to think if it's the right decision to adopt the dog. Mal noch ohne Hund noch einmal sich das wirklich fundiert überlegen, ob das der geeignete Hund ist und ob man wirklich einen Hund will. Und es soll eben nicht so ein Schnellschuss sein, dass man sagt, schaue ich an, finde ich süß und schon habe ich ihn adoptiert. Helga und Frank Eberle care for four up to eight dogs. They say that this number has already reached their limits, but they want to save the animals. Ich war in einem Tierheim in Antalya, in Kepes. Und das waren also vier so schlimme Tage, die ich da verlebt habe, dass ich I have been to an animal shelter in Antalya. This have been such four horrible days. I hardly can look on the page on the internet because then I have a long list of dogs I urgently want to save by all means. 
hin und kann dann wieder weggehen und irgendeinen Hund da lassen. That's why Helga Eberle doesn't go to the death chambers for dogs, for example in Spain. That's what other animal protectors do. They save the dogs from there and then contact Helga Eberle. If a so-called flight godfather is found, he brings the dog to Germany, to Heroldsberg. Here Frank and Helga Eberle put up a photo and some informations about the dog on their webpage, hundeausdemsüden.de. Sandra from Nuremberg is one of the people who found her dog on this page. Und dann haben wir uns die Internetseite angeguckt und haben uns natürlich in alle Hunde verliebt, aber alle kann man halt nicht nehmen. We fell in love with all the dogs on this page, but you can't adopt all. So we were fascinated by one dog with extra big ears. We just called Mr. and Mrs. Eberle, talked a bit and then we went to the foster home where the dog lived. It was amazing. The people were so friendly and the dog is such a little sunshine and immediately concentrated on us. After two further visits we decided, yes, we adopt the dog and now we are very happy. Gleich sehr auf uns konzentriert. Ja, und dann haben wir da noch, also sind dann noch zwei, dreimal hingefahren und nachdem dann alles gepasst hat, haben wir gesagt, okay, dann machen wir das und sind sehr glücklich. Around 98% of all the dogs from Hunde aus dem Süden are placed by the help of the internet. But still there are a lot of dogs more who need a happy home. Donations are the most important thing for the committed animal protectors. Wir haben gerade heuer einen äh, kleinen Junghund, der einen schweren Herzfehler hatte, darf ich jetzt schon sagen. Der Even this year we had a little young dog with a serious cardiac defect. He had to be operated in a hospital 300 kilometers away. That cost 2,300 euros, and before that there had to be some examinations, and afterwards even two further terminal examinations. All that has to be paid. 3,000 euros is a lot of money for such a little non-profit as we are. The alternative would have been his death, and that is not acceptable for us. So we are happy about any financial donation. Kam für uns nicht in Frage, ihn sterben zu lassen. Also von weiter weg ist es natürlich, ja, die finanzielle Unterstützung. When I left the house, I took something with me. The sight of the thankful eyes of the dogs. They know when they are saved and they know who helped them. You can find them online at hundeausdemsüden.de. There was today's Radio Goethe magazine. Please find us and our free podcast online at radiogoethe.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Arndt Peltner. I can understand the reason Why you had to go But we've sat up and talked it out A hundred times or so But he has no idea where he sits beside the door And waits for you to walk on through Like so many nights before He used to be all black and tan But now he's mostly blue He's in a fog, he's one lost dog Living without you I've gone back to sleeping nights And 
taking all my meals. That sad hound just mopes around, no mystery how he feels. He doesn't chew his squeaky toys, he barely begs for treats. He leaves a little in a bowl every time he eats. He used to be all black and tan, but now he's mostly blue. He Fog, he's one lost dog living without you. He's too depressed to go and fetch it. Don't jump when I get home. Lately, we just watch TV together all alone cause when I lost your baby you know he lost you too we're in a fog we're two lost dogs living without you when I lost your baby you know he lost you we're in a fog, we're two lost dogs Living without you We're in a fog, we're two lost dogs Living, living without you